Hello, this is Josh Gondelman. No, I'm sorry. I'm Josh Gondelman, and this is Make My Day, a comedy game show. The world is a stressful place to be, so every week we try to make it a little nicer, a little more fun. I play a game with one guest or a team of guests who are guaranteed to win because they're the only contestants. As we play a game, I assign them points based on how much their answers delight me and cheer me up. Then, at the end, the winners, and I must stress, only contestants, uh, each win a $100 donation to the charity or aid cause of their choice, and we all give pep talks to a person or group that we think could use it this week, because this isn't all about me, it's just mostly about me. Today's guests are a performer and writer living in New York City and a writer living in Toronto. They are friends of each other. They are friends of mine. I'm so glad they're here. Welcome to the show, Natalie Walker and Sarah Haggy. Oh my Hello, gosh. Hello, Josh. Hi. Hello, Hi, Sarah. This is so- <laughs> oh my God, I love you guys so much. I, I love this energy that you're coming in with. Very like, yeah, very like, Kind of a coy, uh, like, ooh, is it? Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't, oh, I didn't see. <laughs> I didn't see this podcast here. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm just, <laughs> I'm dusting about the house, and <laughs> and then a big over the shoulder. My little lace bib is all askew. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry to interrupt you with this podcast recording while you were dusting in your bib. I know that's what you call you time. Yeah, that's just for me. Mm-hmm. It's just for me, baby. And Sarah, when I started this podcast, you were writing by a quill pen as lightning illuminated your face. So that was exciting. Yeah, it was really crazy. Like, I didn't even know my electricity was on. And then (laughs) my computer turned on and I just see your faces as Mm -hmm. I'm writing this story of mine. Actually, it starts out like this. Can you tell me if it's good? (laughs) Yeah. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. I sort of miss how it used to start. Wait, how did it start before? It used to start with Call Me Ishmael. And other and other things like that, sort of other <laughs> stuff. Call me Ishmael. Is that the only words that open Moby? Is that the first sentence, or is of there the, is there more stuff Dick? after Call me Ishmael, or is it just Call me no, Ishmael? The, period. The rest of the rest of Moby Dick. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> I know the rest of it, but is it just Call me Ishmael? Period, and then goes on to other stuff, or like what is the whole sentence of Call me right. Ishmael? Is it like? Is it like? Call me Ishmael, say we need to talk. <laughs> Is it like Robin? No. I don't know. No. I don't okay. Know. Okay. I'm glad that you guys don't know either because I don't love feeling stupid everywhere I go. No. You're no, I, babe, you're so smart. <laughs> Sarah, <laughs> that means the world to me. I think this is the exact right energy we need this coming into today's This is slumber party vibes. Slumber, this is perfect. Our game today is called No More Drama, but no is spelled K-N-O-W with apologies to Mary J. Blige. Natalie, as a star of stage and screen, and Sarah, as an incisive and curious writer for Gawker, you two are experts in drama. I will ask you questions about focus-stealing behavior, feuds, and general public chaos. And as always, I will judge your answers based on accuracy, creativity, and how much they delight me specifically. Natalie Walker and Sarah Haggy, are you ready to play No More Drama? Yes. Hell yeah. We are. Boom, 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 boom. First question. Again. So much fun already. This is this is the perfect energy to answer this question. What is the key to making a dramatic entrance into a room or a function? For me, the key is always going to be stairs. The crucial component is 
stairs. You have to start at the top of a stairs and then descend the stairs. And if there are not stairs at the function, you bring the stairs. You bring (laughs) like a little stair stepper stool. If you Like what a dog would use to get Mm -hmm. into a human bag. Yes, exactly. You bring that for yourself. Everywhere. And ideally, atop the stairs, if you really want bonus points for drama, you have one of two options. You should be covered in blood atop the stairs, Mm -hmm. a la Lucia di Lammermoor, or Mm. you should have had a makeover. Okay. And you have to make yourself over before you get there. But ideally, you have a different hair color. You've taken off your glasses. Mm -hmm. Um, You've put on glasses. I don't know. It's 2021. Yeah, Yeah. you can be smart. And that's that's (laughs) also a makeover. It's a makeover to be smart, which is glasses. So. Yeah, yeah, that's my final answer is bring bring little bring a little stairs everywhere you stairs. go. I think this is great. Covered in blood or another makeover from the top of the stairs to the bottom of the stairs. I think yeah. that's like mm-hmm. huge dramatic entrance. This shows like I'm not who you thought I was. Whether yeah. it's because yeah. I now uh, I'm taking care of my astigmatism with corrective <laughs> lenses mm-hmm. or because I got a bunch of blood somewhere. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And maybe I killed someone. Whose blood is it? Is it my blood? Is no it someone else. else's blood? That's no one will ever know. such a mystery. Yeah. Whenever you see blood that you don't see where it's coming from, that's dramatic. <laughs> yeah. Mystery yeah. is inherently dramatic. Blood yes. is inherently dramatic. Oh, my God. Fluids are drama. You know, I have something about an entrance that I don't think a lot of people think about. Please. Uh, we have five senses, Yeah. Yeah. No one thinks about smell when entering a room. This is huge, yeah. Am I right or am I right? You're right. Yeah. We think about it visually, occasionally auditory. Someone, they need to smell you before you they see you. That's drama to me. You need to walk into the room and everyone has to be like, I smell something, turn around and it's you. But uh, honestly, if you smell great, it's like even more dramatic. But like imagine being the person who walks into a room and everyone's like, Wow, you smell so good. This is a whole new world. Incredible answers. The sights, the smells. Wonderful. This answer is worth 625 points. <gasps> Incredible. Yeah, that's right. Oh my God. I've never gotten that much points at once. Doesn't it feel nice? Next question. What is the ideal venue or occasion, drama-wise, for having like a public fight? A boat. Everyone's Ooh. trapped. Yes. Yeah. Someone can be thrown over. Very easy to kill someone on a boat. <laughs> I I think there it's like you need to have uh it's a, you need to, the closest thing to a cage. Right. Um, right. That and I think a boat is that where people willingly go on boats. Uh, Correct. <laughs> and, they willingly go on boats, and also it's like, and like truly, I feel like stuff happens on boats that like it just doesn't happen on land. There's just something about boats where it's like, there's something, there's there's like a charge or like there's things get fueled. You know what I mean? I feel like yeah. that's when the truth comes out is a boat, and everyone will be, t- <laughs> everyone will be talking about it. That's when the truth comes out is a boat. She's not wrong. Like, no. you're saying Because I know like when you're in an airplane, you like cry easier at, mo- at movies and stuff. And I think when you're on a boat, you're more likely to ha- have this kind of uh, public confrontation. What is yeah, boat I- in Latin? In vino veritas, but it's in, in boat. In boat. Tri- oh, yeah. In boat is true. 
In boat is <laughs> true. true. No, that's poetic. That's that's yeah. good. It's, yeah. it's in high stakes. Is, in boat is true. Someone will fall over. What if someone dies? What if someone dies? Yeah. Someone can die on the boat very easily. Yes. Yeah. I feel that, like, as far as venue goes, boat, perfect. I have gone more the occasion route. Okay. Which is, um, based on everything I know of housewives, a vow Mm -hmm. renewal or a dog funeral. Um, (laughs) If you are in a fight with the person whose event it is, then the vow renewal, like go to their vow renewal because any housewife that is having a vow renewal, it's because they have major doubts about their husband and they're trying to lock it down and the divorce will be announced a year later. So if you're in a fight with her, ideally the fight starts like you go to wish her well as she's like getting made up for the vow renewal. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the fight sort of spills into the hallway, but it's also because your opponent is not going to be able to come back at you Um, with as much of their faculties around them because they are already dealing with the anxiety of, I'm having this vow renewal because I'm worried that my husband is cheating on me with a woman who's 21 years old. Um, So if that's your opponent, go to her vow renewal and start it there. The dog funeral is if you're fighting with another person that you know will be there, but not the person whose dog just died. That seems I'm not a monster. Yeah. So, yeah, you go (laughs) and you fight and... And then, like, the person whose dog died will get mad at you for starting for drama. For ruining their dog funeral. Yeah. Yeah. For their, I think— Yeah, it was their dog. It was their dog's big funeral. But sometimes dog funeral can be on a boat because they're going to white lotus throw the ashes in the ocean yeah, or whatever. Yeah, a dog burial at sea. Yeah. Wait, do people, do people have funerals for dogs? But housewives like do. Do really? Really psycho rich people do. Yeah. I remember telling my grandma who, like, you know, she grew up in Somalia— with she she didn't even know how to she didn't know how to read you know what I mean like she really grew up in the bush mm-hmm. and I remember telling her that white people had birthday parties for their dogs and she was like no like she like just straight <laughs> up was just like no she's like no that's not real she's like they share ice cream with their dogs and then they have birthday parties for them like yeah. what are these things mm-hmm. um so I, I wish she was alive for me to tell her that People have funerals for their dogs. I, I think dog funeral on a boat would make an incredible public confrontation. This answer is worth uh, 457 points. Oh, yeah. Next yeah. question. Oh, yeah. Speaking of housewives, if you were going to punctuate a tirade with a memorable physical gesture, such as, for example, slamming your prosthetic leg down on a table— what is the most dramatic, effective way to cap off a rant in public? I would learn to tap dance. I think it would be like a good <laughs> excuse for me to wow. learn a new skill. I think I, it would be cool to do like a button where I do a big tap, just like move that everybody is like, wow, can't talk that. <laughs> you literally, that and old razzle dazzle. off to Buffalo and yeah, yeah, off yeah. this mortal coil afterward. <laughs> Wow, Wait a minute, you know so you die at the end of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like you buried the lead with tap dance where you're like, the ultimate gesture, <laughs> I die. Death. But first I tap dance. <laughs> yeah, to tap dance to death, I think, is really poetic. It sure I is. I think it is. It's a memorable way to punctuate a tirade. Yeah. Damn. Oh, yeah. I, I think you win the fight. to death. If you That's... if you tap dance yourself to death, you win the fight. Yeah, it's the, uh, they shoot horses, don't they? 
<laughs> I would love to see a tap dance. I think you'd be good at it. I really think you'd be good at it. Thank you so much, Sarah. It's because I love flailing. I was going to say a dance thing as well. I was going to say break yeah. dancing. Um, <laughs> that rules. Yeah, what that's I so think good. Is, okay, you, you know, <laughs> you know when you're running up the stairs by yourself? Sure. Like no one's around and you go on all fours, kind of. Like you're like... <laughs> Yeah, hands and feet. Yeah. Sarah, <laughs> this is the most this is the most vulnerable thing anyone has said to me since the pandemic started. You, you know how like when part. you're running up the stairs and no one's around, <laughs> you kind of go on all four. <laughs> Your hands on this dirty. <laughs> you know, as I was saying it, I realized like that's like not something people talk about, but. No one is talking about this. Tw- thread. <laughs> People need to be going one up the stairs. fifty-seven. <laughs> it's time for some stair theory. Normalize <laughs> going up the stairs. Talking about going up the stairs. On kind of on all fours. Like little like your hands are just kind of slapping the top <laughs> steps as your feet propel you. <laughs> That's a normal, that's normal when you're scared and by yourself at home. <laughs> it's your response to being scared? Well, it's, this you know how every person, method? every person has that fight or flight or go up the stairs on all fours response <laughs> to trauma. <sighs> I feel like, I, I, I feel like that's a shared human experience. Uh, I guess follow-up question is, why did you bring this up? <laughs> oh, it's because imagine at the party, you get into the fight and you run back up the stairs you came down on all fours. <laughs> no one would know what to do. I feel like nobody, nobody would, everyone would just be like, what did she do right now? She went up the stairs so if fast. You, if you were covered in blood, as we talked about before, and went upstairs on all fours, <laughs> truly my first thought would be, she's a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> and the smoke machine's still on, so they don't even... They, they're just like, how come she's not standing up, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I feel like that would be... I feel like that would be so crazy. Like, yeah, I would, it would. <laughs> I wouldn't mess with someone if after they destroyed me <laughs> verbally, after walking down the stairs at the party to confront me, covered in blood, smelling like shit. At this dog funeral. <laughs> at this dog funeral on the boat. Stairs on a boat is so luxury. Stairs on a boat is so opulent. Titanic. You're on the Titanic. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, re- I think that'd just be so crazy. It'd be so crazy. And it'd be I, I would so be so intimidating. <laughs> I'd be so scared of that girl. Yeah, of course. <laughs> it's terrifying. That's one of the scariest things I've ever heard of. That's <laughs> like the girl from answer. the ring. Like, that's this all I can think about when I think of, like, someone, like, moving around. It's exactly like that's the like ring. very scary. This answer is worth 440 points. It's so weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> What is the most dramatic garment? And additionally, what is the most dramatic way to wear it? Any garment that you can rend. Oh, yeah. Like, so, uh, ideally, like, if a shirt can just, like, open and not, like, Mm -hmm. the buttons, because the button, like, 
I get that it's sort of effective when buttons like pop up off, but I find that very um, clunky. Yeah. You're talking like a Hulk Hogan. I'm talking, yeah, that sort of vibe, mm-hmm. like a Marlon Brando streetcar named Desire. Yep. Like it's yep. sort of already sort of peeling off. Yeah. And then you're like, and then yeah. really go insane. Um, but also, you know, a breakaway pant. <laughs> a breakaway pant yeah. is exciting. Totally. Um, totally. When something the- is reversible, Dramat- There's That's like drama. a big element of surprise that it's like oh, the underneath is very yeah. different. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. That's yes, big cape, and that's big my cape. my main. Those are my main thoughts. Big cape. These are is final, and all of those outfits together, right? A, a At shirt the same time, yeah, ready to ideally. be ripped. Yeah, <laughs> tear away pants and a cape. <laughs> that's like, it's like, what are you playing? Uh, you're gonna, you're hoping that someone calls you off the bench, and then you're in the opera now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's waiting. He's waiting. I'm like the second string this phantom guy, of the opera. This guy is freaking waiting. Yeah. <laughs> he got the little mask. Oh, a mask. Mask. Big mask dramatic. is dramatic, too. A mask would be so Half crazy. mask. Very dramatic. Very dramatic. <laughs> Reversible something. Oh, wait. He's <laughs> a mask. Okay. So, do you, had you guys seen the um, Everybody Backstreet's Back video? That music video was so scary to me as a child. Yes. But I remember. Is it run up the stairs on all fours scary? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is run up the stairs on all fours, scary. I, I remember having to watch it from very far away. Yes. Like, that was the only way I could watch it. Was if I was, like, <laughs> on the other end of the living room, like, just, like, as far away from the TV as possible, kind of looking at it, kind of not. Anyway, yeah. I know where you're going with this. Go yeah. on. So, dramatic, uh, like, half-mask vibes. Like, AJ McLean in that video is the Phantom of the Opera, and they have him in the half-mask or whatever. Um, and this art also sort of ties into me and Sarah not being particularly well-liked growing up. Um, when I was in third grade, I was, like, obsessed with that music video. And for my school's talent show, I was like, I'm going to do the Backstreet's Back music video. And I'm going to make my own dance to it solo. And I'm going to do it at the talent show. And I'm going to do... I'm going to be like AJ. So I was in like a long white, like silky shirt and yeah. like jeans. And then I did half my face, like crazy, like gory, bad makeup, but like an amateur, like three, third grader with access yeah. to her mom's red lipstick yep. version of it. So I had yep. like lines all over the one side of my face and I choreographed the first half of the video of the of my dance performance so that I was my regular side of my face was facing the audience and I was like in profile and then I like had my hand over the other side of my face and it was in profile and then when they get to oh my god we're back again sure. I turned out to the audience and it was like oh my god people are gonna lose their minds it's gonna be a spontaneous freaking standing ovation from my peers who will finally accept me and I go, oh my God, we're back again. And one one girl just goes, oh shit. <laughs> and then like it could, like one of the sixth grade girls was like, oh shit. And then everyone else, dead silence. I was so depending on um, people just really loving that moment that I didn't really come up with cool shit to do the rest of the dance. So I was just sort of like, dancing the rest of the time and and my sister was in the first grade and she was sitting in the audience and she texted me a couple weeks ago and was like just so you know like I absolutely remember when you did that because everyone in my class was like isn't that your sister and she was like no (laughs) Um, so that was a really dramatic reveal so yeah mask I think a mask is huge 
no offense, Sarah, I can't imagine a more dramatic outfit than this. So I'm going to offer a score now, if that's okay. Go for it. I can't I can't think of anything more dramatic. I feel like I was going to say something like a trench coat, but that's just like... Trench coat's pretty good. That's not... This, that's this nothing answer, compared to this. This answer is worth 503 points, for sure. Oh my God. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Final question. What would be the most dramatic words to utter on your deathbed? <laughs> After tap dancing, presumably. I think the most dramatic thing to say would be... So my friends do this to me often because I'm really gullible. Mm-hmm. But like, they'll be in a room and they'll say... They'll be mumbling very loudly and say one word that's and th- that's decipherable. Yes, And then yes, say yes, yes. my name so that I will go, What? And then they just do that over and over again. Okay. Because they know I fall for it every time. And I think that would be the most dramatic thing to do, to be like, mumble, mumble, the baby or something. And then just mumble more. Like just something that's half there so that they're yes. wondering what it is forever. I, I think that's wonderful. I think that's great. Wait, what were Walt Disney's last words? Wasn't it like… I do wait, not. I no, know no, less about that than I know so about what comes crazy. after Call Me Ishmael. I'm, Okay, no, no, this was crazy. It was like someone's name. Disney last words. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, his dying words were Kurt Russell. And <laughs> no one knows why. <laughs> I don't know if it's like… You're I don't know. It should be Goldie Hawn. Okay, yeah. apparently it's yeah. like he, he wrote those words down. But he didn't actually say it, but like… That was like one of the last things that he communicated was Kurt Russell. And, and no one understands it. That's incredible. Wow. Kurt Russell. That's huge. <laughs> that's wow. perfect. Yeah, that's perfect, Sarah. Oh, <laughs> Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. <laughs> this answer is incredible. This is this is worth another 503 points. Perfect symmetry with your last answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That brings us to the end of our game of No More Drama. Natalie and Sarah, your final score is 2,528 points, the highest all-time score in Make My Day history. How do you feel? Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm gonna cry! Oh my god! We can't believe it. Honestly, we're so happy. That's what happens when you invite soulmates onto your podcast. Incredible. The synergy is incredible. Two halves of one brain in two different countries. I loved it. As the winners of this week's game, uh, you each have won a $100 contribution to the charitable or aid cause of your choice. Where will the money be going? Um, For me, mine will be going to the Lilith Fund, which Mm -hmm. is the oldest abortion fund in Texas. Um, Mm -hmm. And they're serving the central and southern regions of the state with financial assistance for abortions. And the day that we are recording this, that feels very uh, necessary. Agreed. A great choice. Um, Um, Sarah? My choice is the Fort York Food Bank, which is uh, a food bank that is close to me in proximity uh, that I walk by very often. And I'm like, I should be giving them money. So that's where I want my $100 to go to. Perfect. I'll put the information for both of those donations in the show notes and everything if people want to make their own donations. Great choices. Finally, on today's show, the pep talks. Each of us will give a pep talk to a person or group we think needs it or deserves it this week. I will go first. My pep talk is for people who are, in fact, there to make friends. There is so much pressure 
in our culture to strive to be the best or work the hardest or compete the most ruthlessly. And that's true whether you're interviewing for a job or appearing as a contestant on The Bachelorette, which is functionally a job interview for the position of Instagram famous personal trainer. But there is so much more to life than striving to be the most successful. Sometimes you are just there to make friends and that's okay. It can be hard to make friends. Why wouldn't you try going to a place full of people with similar interests and try to cultivate amicable relationships? Yeah, it'd be fun to win Survivor, but isn't it neat to just be around a bunch of diehard survivors like yourself? Only one person is going to come out on top in this competition, but every week, anyone can win immunity from loneliness. And I think that's beautiful. Who wants to be a powerful executive if you've got no one to enjoy lunch on your expense account with? So don't feel bad that you're not a cutthroat competitor who only wants to win. There's more to life than coming out on top. So maybe you didn't receive a rose this week, but as the old saying goes, it's just as worthwhile to stop and smell one. The floor is yours, Sarah and Natalie, for your pep talks. Let's do it together, Natalie. I mean, I feel like we're in sync. You pick the person. Yeah, I had an idea, and I think you will like it, which is that we should give a pep talk to Jennifer Hudson. Oh my God, yes. Jennifer, you were good in Cats. You, you are were so right good that in it was cats. misunderstood. Jennifer Hudson, you are so beautiful and so talented. And you were in Cats and you gave it your all. While other people were like embarrassed and tried to distance themselves from it, like she anchored that movie. And I was so moved by her that I forgot I was watching Cats. Like, J Jenny, I love you. <laughs> uh, um, you know, like uh, as an American Idol head, as Natalie's also an American Idol head, you know. Yeah, we, we your circle we of life. We're Come day on. ones, day one. Day and, one fans. We revolted in think, the streets. And I think that history will look back on Cats and everyone will still be making fun of it. But I really do think there's going to be a genesis and everyone's going to appreciate it for what it was. Yeah. That's it's beautiful. starting. Like, Jen, you sat there and you watched as some other people tried to condescend to cats, and then as soon as it came out and was not well received, tried to uh, go, I knew it was bad the whole time. And you, Jen, you sat there, you bided your time, you said, I've got Aretha coming out, and I know that I did my work on that, and you did. And yeah. then now you are the one that is in the position of power. You're gonna get at least a Golden Globe, I'm sure, mm -hmm. because you have earned it. And you seem like a genuinely lovely person. And the two times that I have seen you in person, you have been very nice and your skin is lovely and you deserve Amazing. only good things to happen to you, Jennifer Hudson, and yours for the rest of your life. Amen, Beautiful. amen. Beautiful. An incredible pep talk for Jennifer Hudson. I bet if she heard it, and when she hears it, she's going to be so thrilled and so heartened by it. That's been our show. This is Make My Day. I'm Josh Gondelman. Thank you one more time to my guests today, Sarah Haggy and Natalie Walker. Sarah and Natalie, where can people find you and your work if they're looking for you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter.com. Twitter.com slash kinda haggy. And uh, if you go on Gawker.com, you can read my blogs. Everything Sarah writes makes me laugh out loud and I'm not someone that usually laughs out loud at things that they read because I don't read. But Sarah is the funniest and greatest. And also if you look up photos of her, you've never seen bone structure like this on a person. You've never seen it. Every bone in, in this body, including the outside bones, I've never seen nicer teeth on a human being. 
And I am Natalie Walker at NWalks on things, but I am trying to be less online because I used to be too online. And so now, pending how stuff continues to go, uh, theaters have opened up. And so I do shows at 54 Below sometimes. And so I have one there with my good friend Bonnie Milligan on September 25th and one on Monday, October 11th. So if you are in New York or will be around New York, come to those. Um, Oh my God. But otherwise... Hang out. Yeah. Also, I mean, Natalie has the best singing voice in the world. It, 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 it is scary how good of a singer she is. It's demoralizing how good Natalie is at singing, which is also how I feel about your teeth, Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> it's demoralizing. How good that is. My are. outside bones, yeah. Your outside bones. <laughs> um, that, that's been the show. I'm Josh Gondelman. If you have answers of your own to today's game of No More Drama, Tweet them at me at Josh Gondelman or at Make My Day Pod. And that's the show. Make My Day is a Radio Point production produced by Houston Snyder and Naomi Steinberg. Recorded and edited by Kat Iosa. Executive produced by Alex Bach, Rich Corson, and Daniel Powell. If you like the show, please rate and review it as highly as your conscience allows. A five-star review really helps. We'll be back next week. Until then, have several nice days. 